0: South Africa's mining sector faces many headwinds, and it has become an increasingly hard sell to the investors who are in Cape Town for the mining indaba. Now, as the conference enters its third day, we put the future of coal mining under scrutiny. And for that, we're joined by July Nguvu, the CEO of Tungela Resources. Thank you so much for your time, July. Now, the big theme of the mining in Daba is the energy transition. So as a pure coal player, what is Tungela offering to the conversation of the green energy transition?
1: We, we are offering the realism and the pragmatism of what it actually means to, to transition in terms of the energy going into the future. Uh, we probably are the voice of the voiceless, which is the emerging markets, which are the markets that we serve. And it just happens to be that we operate in an emerging market. We, we are closer to, to the communities that will be most impacted by some of the decisions uh, uh, being touted by what has become very popular, which is just switch off coal. Uh, we offer a completely different view of what it would take, uh, of what it requires to do it responsibly.
0: Yeah. What is that view, uh, July? Because I'm just trying to figure out how uh, long the support of fundamentals that we are still seeing, how long can they support a counter like Tungela?
1: I guess um there are two ways to answer this question one is to go back to paris agreement the core tenet under article 10.2 was all fuels all technologies all fuels we 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 read that to mean that includes coal as part of the energy mix going to the future the second observation is that the markets that we serve by and large has got a very young generation fee, tend to i mean 13 to 15 years in fact the iea should and not a couple of weeks back, which said in those markets, something between 1.5 and 2 trillion dollars of invested capital in coal-fired power uh, generation has not been recovered. That commercial reality, in a view, suggests that in fact uh, coal will continue to be burned uh, at least for the foreseeable future. If you then take that against the backdrop that there is no not much investment going into coal. We actually think that continued demand against the backdrop of, backdrop of um uh, lack of investment creates uh a tighter market a supportive market if you like mm. uh, and therefore very supportive of business like ours
0: yeah so are you trying to say that because coal will still be part of the energy mix for the foreseeable future you tungela is committed to being a single commodity player and not maybe try and take advantage of some of the opportunities that exist to go into other metals and minerals?
1: Strategically, the starting point is what you said. We are a coal company, we are a carbon company, we are a single commodity company. What we said strategically is that we look to diversify our business. In the first instance, we've got a right to win. And what we meant by right to win is bulk commodities and coal being one of those. And therefore, the transaction we announced actually fits within that that strategy. Ah. Of course, going into the future should the energy transition does play out. But we think that's actually much further out than most people predict. We would have to look at our business and decide, are there other opportunities where we can bring our wherewithal and skills to be able to generate value for shareholders?
0: Ah, okay. So you're not saying that the door is completely closed on the commodities of a greener future?
1: I am not saying we are going into green commodities I have to be very clear. Okay. We are more asset driven. We will look at assets where we can where we have a right to win. We will look at each opportunity in its own right and if that opportunity does tick all the the, uh, the criteria we've defined very clearly uh, in terms of our investment criteria. We'll look at that very carefully. Mm-hmm. If it happens to be in a different commodity but with the right to win, then we'll consider it.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh, let's still stick to your expansion drive. Uh, there is an asset that you just bought in Australia. And I'm actually wondering just how, how many more legs does your geographical expansion drive have?
1: probably more legs than most people assume for the simple reason that i the the core industry is becoming much more fragmented and therefore in fact in terms of opportunities we're seeing a lot more opportunities yeah but where the 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 price curve is in terms of commodities makes it a little bit more difficult to find uh assets which are much more compelling but we'll keep continuing looking
0: (laughs) all right i understand that of course um a lot of the, uh, the earnings base is also based on uh, the coal price um, and also your shares, which I'm sure that's not something that you worry yourself about, the share price movements, but a lot of investors do. But I'd just like to get a uh, kind of gauge from you on your outlook for the coal price for 2023.
1: I never, ever venture into predicting what the core price will do. What I do is look at the fundamentals.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, clearly, in the short term, we've seen a softening of, of prices yeah. on the back of uh, adequate stocks in Europe, a warmer, uh, a warmer winter in the global north. Uh, so we think that actually we'll, we'll see some softening of prices. But how much softening uh, is, uh, is, is up for debate yeah. But I can tell you that the long-term fundamentals remain very attractive and strong. And that is the, ba- on the base on which we make decisions going forward.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, obviously, we can't talk about mining without talking about the two arrows that uh, sit in the Achilles heel of the economy, of course, that is Transnet and ESCOM. And just from the conversations that have been had at the mining in Daba, is there any sign of, of encouraging signs of improvement?
1: Um, I think you'd have seen. Let's just deal with with the uh, transit, which is probably close to much closer to to, to our needs. Yeah, you'd have seen that uh, between ourselves and Transnet we've set up these uh, recovery teams to try and turn around the situation. Hmm. Same to similar to ESCOM, I think what you're beginning to find is that uh, as stakeholders, uh, the SOEs, government, and us as as mining industry, we come into that place where we say. We have spoken enough about what these problems are let's just roll up our sleeves let's together begin to implement the solutions that we know will turn around this situation and i think the, the, the conversation is beginning to shift beyond just saying we've got problems into saying let's work together we understand the priorities uh let's roll up our sleeves to begin to do that so over the next coming weeks and months that's certainly what i'll be looking up to with a commitment to play our part
0: Ah, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for giving us some more detail there on what's been happening at the mining in Daba and also the contribution of uh, pure coal player Tungela. Thank you very much, July. That was the CEO of Tungela Resources, July and Global.